Welcome to the Do Hard Things podcast with your host, Jay Teagues. Are you ready to amplify and improve your life? Then you're in the right place. On this podcast, we have unfiltered conversations with inspiring people who take on challenges and are here to share with us their wisdom from their journey. We talk about how doing hard things enable all of us to adequately deal with life struggles and challenges and to ultimately improve the quality of our lives. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Do Hard Things podcast. I'm your host, JT, certified high performance coach, transformational mindset coach. And welcome to another episode where we have great discussions with engaging guests on a variety of high performing topics. And in this episode, it's just me. And if you listen to the last couple of episodes, well, two episodes ago, the last monologue, I basically uh, was telling you about uh, going through a difficult period of time. We, we, you know, that's one thing about life is that we go through uh, some ups and downs, some stormy seas. And for me personally, it's been, uh, it's been a stormy uh, sea with, uh, with just a variety of things happening and kind of all culminating with uh, the, the passing of my uh, adopted mother. And in the last episode, she, I, I had paid my last uh, respects because she was still alive. And since then she has, uh, she had passed. And so I've been dealing with a variety of emotions going through the five stages of grief. And I want to kind of just talk about the stages of grief and, and kind of give, you know, give you an idea. I just want to share how I have been dealing with it because upon notification of that news, I still had to perform. I still had some obligations. I still had to go to, uh, go to work and, and perform at a high level. And it was not an easy thing to do. And but I owe that to the personal growth and mindset work, and that's really what you know what the the, the case for doing that 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 work um, is is really you know when you're going through difficult times, you know, doing hard things requires doing hard things, and from a mindset perspective, because a lot of the stuff that we do, we talk about you know uh, in, in endurance sports and doing physical things that are difficult, but when it comes to mindset. It's showing up when you don't want to, and you can train the mind like you do the body. The the doing the personal growth mindset work each and every day, the meditation, the reading, you know, the the going to the the, the mastermind groups and doing the self awareness work and the reflection and the journal exercises and having the deeper conversations. It's like going to the gym for the mind. And I was recently listening to Jordan Peterson. He's talking about you need to be you need to be a monster. You need to have that mindset to where, you know, when there is the funeral, you're the reliable one at the funeral. I'm sure that you've probably been to a funeral where everyone just kind of fell to pieces. Right. Um, But there's some people that are just stronger and there's maybe a little bit more resilient. And, you know, that's that as I reflect on how am I able to currently navigate this difficult time? And I'm not saying I'm not feeling grief and depression because I, I am, but I am far more capable of flipping the script a little more often so I can at least get through the things that matter the most uh, effectively. Uh, and, and I think that's an important skill. And as I, as I'm going navigating through this difficult time, I, um, I realize that uh, you know all that work 
has has helped me navigate this a little bit more effectively. So before we get into that, uh, please subscribe if you haven't already done so, so you're not missing out on future episodes. Check us out on YouTube if you're listening to us on uh, on your podcast platform. If you're checking us out on YouTube, go over to uh, your favorite podcast platform and uh, subscribe there. Please leave a review. They go a really long way to uh, growing and expanding the podcast. It only takes a couple minutes. And I know it's kind of a headache and a hassle, but I'm asking if you've gained any value whatsoever to please do so because it really does go a long way to expanding the work that we're doing here as people are searching for for podcasts out there. Uh, those ratings and reviews really help us navigate and expand because people can easily find us and uh, they mean a lot. So thank you so much. If, if you have left a review, I really appreciate it. I have read them all. And from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Share this with a couple of your friends. If someone, if something in this message has stood out to you, take a screenshot, share it with your friends, tag me on social media. Let me know that uh, uh, that helped you. I, I really appreciate when people send me a message like, hey, you know what? This conversation made an impact on me. Hey, that nugget uh, made an impact. Because sometimes uh, it, it can feel a little lonely out here doing this work. And uh, it just really, it, it, you know, it makes me feel really good that uh, it's actually resonating with people. So feel free to reach out. You can connect with me on all the social media. Follow me if you're not following me. And I'd love to hear your thoughts. And uh, this episode is sponsored by DHT Coaching and Consulting, LLC. That is my coaching organization uh, where I offer one-on-one coaching, group coaching, leadership workshops, have the Forge Mastermind speaker series and special challenges and accountability groups. And we're going to continue to grow and expand. And I also send out a weekly motivational newsletter with updates, three useful things, uh, whether it's a podcast, a book or a unique tool or item that's made my life better. You can go to jtigs.com, J-A-Y-T-I-E-G-S.com. And uh, if you'd like to grow, if you'd like to expand your knowledge, you want me to come in and speak to you or your organization, or you want to do some one-on-one coaching, you want to explore what that's about, or you want to be part of the group, uh, reach out and we'll uh, we'll see if this is right for you. We also have high-quality apparel, the Do Hard Things logo, patches, hoodies, shirts, new quarter zip, hats are coming soon. If you're watching me on the YouTube, I've got my, I'm, I'm sweaty because I just ran this morning and I want to get this podcast knocked out, but I've got these uh, disciplined shirts. These are my favorite. I like to wear these in the morning because it just reminds me that, hey, I can do hard things. These awesome patches. Uh, uh, love these things. Get, get on my hat. And uh, so check out, the, uh, check out the, the apparel. Show the world that you do hard things. All right. So today, so uh, from the last episode, um, or the, the previous monologue last week was actually Nick Maytash, which was great because we talked about emotion cycle change, which is exactly what I'm feeling right now. There are, there are 22 emotions on the emotional scale, and I have felt every range from joy at the top all the way down to, to depression. And here's one thing that I've learned. A lot of people say, I get depression. I get depression. No, you don't get depression. You, you do depression. And something that I've learned is oftentimes people stew in depression. They're doing the depression. They go on medication and it's not really helping them. So they try different types of medication. And what I've learned is that happiness can only be found in the present moment. And in moments of crisis and grief, you know, I found myself going through the stages of grief. There are five stages of grief. And one of those is depression. And I had that. Uh, I had that for a bit. But I was having the sense of awareness and discipline. I was able to pull myself out of that more rapidly than I probably would have previously. Hence, why doing the personal growth and mindset work is so incredibly important is because it pulls you 
uh, up, you know, as you look at the emotional uh, stages, the, the, the 22 emotions that you have, like a ladder, you can climb up that ladder a little bit faster as opposed to just staying on that particular rung. And that's what we want to do. And that's why going to the gym, uh, going to the gym, if you will, by doing the personal growth and development work enables you to climb up the rungs a little bit faster. So grief, uh, grief feels incredibly uncomfortable. It's difficult. It includes feelings like shock and sadness and guilt, anxiety, regret, maybe even relief. And uh, that was tough because in this particular situation, I had a difficult childhood and I felt all of those emotions. I, I went back and as I, as I went back into pay my last respects, I went back to my town, just a lot of flood of memories, both good, some not so good. And uh, I, I felt all of those emotions. And there, you know, oftentimes you can feel denial. You can feel shock and disbelief that, that you know, that this is actually happening, especially if it's an unexpected loss. And it's really our mind's way of protecting us from the enormity of the loss, right? You can feel anger that, you know, you start to feel these negative emotions and, you know, you get angry at ourselves or others. Maybe you're angry at the person that had passed. Maybe you find yourself angry at God. Like, how can you let this happen to me? Right. And so that's, that's pretty normal. There's uh, there's bargaining, you know, there's uh, when you, when you have guilt and regret or helplessness of grief, you look at ways to regain control. So you begin to bargain with, with yourselves, you make deals with yourself, maybe even deals with God, right. But you're going to be a better person, you know, if you, this thing changes and, um, and that's something that's common. And then uh, depression and sadness. And, and when you feel absolute depression, that's at the very bottom of, of the Abraham Hicks scale of emotion. It's, uh, it's, it, it, it's enough to like really put you down, right? It, it saps your energy. You don't feel like doing anything. It's awful. It just saps the joy. Even the things that, that typically bring you joy, you don't even feel like wanting to be uh, doing them. The people that, that you love and, and, you don't even want to be around them, right? It's a it's a horrible uh, feeling. And then finally, you get into uh, acceptance. That's the final stage of grief. Acceptance doesn't necessarily mean happiness. Instead, it means that we no longer are fighting the reality of the loss that we understand that our life has has changed. So we just it's there. So the stages the stages are denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. And uh, yeah, mourning is incredibly it, it's in, incredibly uh, difficult, and you know we hold a variety of of, of different things that we do uh, when we mourn. You know, we hold rituals and services, and maybe gatherings and celebration. All right. So, what does grief feel like? Well, it's a lot of uncomfortable emotions. It's like shock and sadness and guilt, it's regrets, anxiety, depression, maybe even relief. And there are ultimately five stages of grief. There's denial anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. Let's talk about the first one, denial. This is like shock and disbelief that this is actually happening. These are common feelings after you lose someone, especially if it's, if it's a sudden loss. And really, it's our mind's way of, of protecting us the, uh, of the enormity of the loss. I can't even believe this is happening, right? So we're just going to kind of deny that this is actually happening. The second stage is anger. And this is when we begin to process the negative emotions. We feel maybe lost, scared, or guilty. We, we get angry at ourselves. We get angry at other people. We lash out. Maybe we even get angry at the person that, we, that have passed. Maybe you get angry at the universe. Maybe you get angry at God. I have found myself in that position where it's like, man, how could you do this? What, what kind of God would allow this to happen, right? And um, it's just us processing you know, what's, what's actually happened. So we lash out. 
there's bargaining. And this is a common way to deal with if you have guilt or regret or maybe helplessness. And you look at ways to regain control of the situation. You, you start to make deals with yourself, promises that you're going to be a better person. Maybe make a deal with God. And then depression. And that's the lowest rung of Abraham's uh, Hicks scale of emotion. It's sadness. It's it's depression is all the way at the bottom because it's it's deep, deep sadness. It's like the things that you typically enjoy doing, you don't even feel like doing them anymore. The people that you love to connect with, you don't even want to connect with them anymore. And uh, it's hard to pull yourself out of uh, depression. And then ultimately, acceptance. And this is the final stage of grief where it's doesn't necessarily mean happiness. It just means that we're no longer fighting the reality of the loss. And we understand that that our life has changed and uh, things aren't uh, going back the way they were. This is just, this is the new reality, right? So denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. And that's, uh, that's part of the, uh, the, the mourning process is going through those. And uh, it's, it's tough. It's, it's really incredibly tough. And, you know, some of the things that I have dealt with, because I, I had dealt with that, uh, uh, going into a very heavy week where I had to fly out of town and deliver a two-day workshop where I needed to be on my A-game. I'm a high-performance coach. So how do I come in and uh, and deliver on my A-game? And then uh, immediately following that, I, I have another – I co-host a podcast called Budget Overland with my friend Benji, and it's all overlanding. It's more of our hobby. It's, it's a really fun – overlanding is vehicle-dependent travel, and it's like it, – it's really uh, – most of it, uh, at least – this was the more expo that we went to as our first setup and, you know, trying to make a good first impression there to reach out to our community. And uh, I had to be on my A game there. We had people coming to visit. So how, how do you do that? How do you go through a mourning process like this with the five stages of grief and how do you show up on your A game? Well, I couldn't have done it had it not been for the personal growth and development work and really understanding that there are stages of grief. Where do I find myself and how can I push through? Well, it's by being able to, to pivot, by having the tools to, to pivot. It's not like I didn't allow myself to mourn or grieve. I just set time and I was very diligent about you know employing the things that I had talked about uh, a couple weeks prior, prior to. And then focus on really, you know one of the main things is really focused on my physical state. I, I set some intentions for myself like, okay, who needs me on my A game today? And in that moment, I'm going to be on my A game. I'm going to set some time to just grieve and, uh, and, and, you know, be with myself and my mind and allow those emotions to come out. But I'm going to set a boundary on that because at this time, these, you know, these people need me on my A game. I'm here to help them. I'm here to perform at a high level and I have to show up. And really what I needed to do is I, I forced myself to stay hydrated. I, I, you know, try to get as much sleep as I could. I ate healthy meals and I tried to get some exercise in when I could. And just really focus on myself and just setting that intention. Like, you know what? I am, I need to be on my A game right here. I'm going to put some blinders. I'm only going to be present in the moment because happiness and joy and all those positive emotions can only be found in the, in the present moment. And just remember, oftentimes you hear people say, well, I'm getting depressed, I'm getting depression. You don't necessarily, I mean, you, you do get depressed, but you do depression, right? It's something that you do because you stay in it. Getting depressed is the onset of it, and then you do depression. And depression is tough. It is hard because you're at the very bottom of the emotional scale. And there's no way out. And uh, oftentimes people stay in depression because they're disconnected from who they are as a person. 
They, they may medicate and the medication doesn't help them pull out of it. They may try different prescriptions and they still don't pull out of it. And the reason they don't pull out of it is because they're not in alignment with who they are. They're not engaged with their purpose. And that's how you get stuck in that cycle of depression. So, um, and for me, you know, it's like I knew that the depression for this particular, this is more of acute depression and I had to push through anyway. So allowing, just setting some boundaries on it, being intentional uh, with, with my intention, how I'm going to show up today, being physically conscious that, you know, my body uh, is, is a power plant. I have to generate the energy. And now more than ever, I have to be disciplined about it because I absolutely don't want to do any of this, right? You're, you're, you have to overcome that power of, of being on that bottom rung of the emotional scale where you feel like nothing brings you joy. The people that you connect with don't bring you joy, but being like, you know what? I'm going to allow myself a very small amount of time of that, and then I'm going to move on. And uh, I can only do that from the personal growth and development work. Being able to connect with my tribe of people, uh, talking to a therapist, getting it all out there, all of those things have, have helped me uh, navigate this difficult time, which allowed me to show up and deliver because I did deliver uh, an excellent workshop. It was impactful. There were days I was like, man, how am I really going to do this? And I was even open and honest with them, um, with, with the group, like, hey, this is what I'm dealing with right now. And this is the reason that we do this personal growth and development work. And I truly believe that uh, high performance habits, when you when you focus on these, it's, you know, resiliency becomes a byproduct because when you're a high performing person, you're crystal clear on who you are and what you want. Having that level of clarity enables you to be in alignment with your purpose and being like uh, tied in with with necessity. Like, why is it necessary for me to live my purpose? That raises the bar. Being aware of my energy level, my emotional, my spiritual, my physical energy, and what am I doing to energize that? Uh, being able to have influence and being taking courage and bold action, all of those things. When you're faced with those on a regular level, uh, on a regular basis, uh, you will, uh, I think resiliency becomes a little bit more of a byproduct. And um, so all of those things help me navigate a, uh, a difficult time. And so I, uh, it was a combination of just putting up some boundaries. Like I'm only going to give myself this amount of time to grieve, reminding myself of who needs me on my A game today. Why do they need me on my A game? Being in alignment with my purpose, uh, being grateful for the opportunities, because when you're in deep, deep gratitude, deep, deep gratitude, it's difficult to be in the bottom run. And, uh, that helped. And, uh, being connected, like I said, with uh, having a therapist, talking to my coach, talking to people, uh, allowing a lot, a lot of times when we're in that depressive grieving state, we don't want to open up. We, we want to close people out, but you're depriving them of the opportunity for them to be there for you. And uh, that's been a difficult one for me because, you know, I'm the guy, I'm, I've got big shoulders. I can handle this, right? That's usually ego that gets in the way. Uh, but being open and being vulnerable and sharing, you're allowing your friends to be there for you. And it does feel really, really good. And it deepens that strength, that, 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 that friendship and that bond that you have with, uh, with other people. And um, so all of those things are incredibly important. Uh, having your clarity words, setting clarity words of who you want to be the best of, of, of yourself. I was listening to, uh, I think it was Tony Robbins not too long ago. He was talking about, you know, you, you know, the story of the, the frog who wanted to be a prince. Well, the frog represents, you know, uh, wanting to be something else, depression and loneliness and sadness, because what did the frog want more than anything else? The frog wanted to be the prince. And what was the prince? Well, when the prince 
uh, came about, the prince was happy. The, the prince was engaged. All the feelings of, of, of joy and happiness and exhilaration, all those things represents the top rung of the emotional ladder. The frog is the bottom, right? And oftentimes we find that we're trying to get from the frog state to the prince state. And we kind of bounce back and forth, back and forth. But we want to ultimately be the prince more often than the frog, right? Um, so having that level of awareness and doing the things that are required of you to maintain uh, being the prince as much as possible. When you find yourself as the frog, being able to be like, okay, I'm the frog again. What do I need to do to get back to be the prince? And uh, and I, I found that to be <laughs> as silly as it is, kind of helpful to me. Like I'm trying to be the prince. I don't want to be the frog. And uh, but that requires having the tools uh, to uh, you know to to pivot when when you're feeling when you're feeling down. And so it's changing, you know, have, having awareness where you're at. And uh, what, what is the intention? What is the emotional tension that you want to set? And remember, happiness can only be found in the present moment. Happiness can only be found in the present moment. And uh, we're not always happy, but we can, we can choose to get there quickly. And the more that you have these tools, the more that you practice these things, the more that you practice with discipline, doing the hard things, even though you don't want to, the faster uh, you can get to that top rung, the faster you can go from the frog to the prince. And uh, so ultimately, you know, uh, I guess we'll just kind of we'll just kind of recap what we talked about today. So the uh, the the stages of grief. What does it what does it feel like? Shock, sadness, guilt, regret, anxiety, and just realize that grief and, and feeling these things that's part of the human dynamic. If you haven't been through loss, you're probably going through it, right? It's or it's going to happen. If you're not going through it currently, it's going to happen at some point. But having awareness of of what's happening is helpful because then you can see where you're at in the cycle and then you can do the things that are going to help you navigate through that quicker. It's uh, so the stages are denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. And ultimately, you know, how do you deal with it? Well, it's, it's changing your physiology. So making sure that you are staying hydrated, exercising, doing the things that you need to get, get as much sleep as you can, which is difficult to do. Because remember, we're dealing with the bottom rung of, of uh, Abraham Hicks, which uh, uh, the, the latter, right, which is, which is ultimately depression. You're not going to feel like doing it, but you have to do it anyway. <laughs> that is when we talk about doing hard things, having the psychological discipline to do it anyway. It's changing your physiology, being an, uh, aware of that, being disciplined about that. Because usually the first thing you're going to do is probably go toward alcohol. Maybe you're going to not drink water. Maybe you're going to go eat, you know, through the drive-thru because it's convenient and easy. Maybe you're just going to, you know, go get that pint of ice cream and, you know, that all of those things. Remember, when you're when you're fueling yourself that way, it's going to drain your energy level in this moment where you're just emotionally drained anyway. So you're physiologically drained and emotionally drained. It becomes a cycle. So you've got to be aware of those things. Uh, the second thing is connect with people, connect with your friends, l l lean on them. When, you, when you're feeling down and blue, this is the hardest of things to do because you just want to shut yourself out from everyone. But you've got to allow the people in your life that love and care about you the opportunity to be there for you. Talk to a therapist, talk to a coach or mentor, and all of those things will help. These are hard to do because you're not going to want to do them, right? And just remember, you you uh depression is something that you do and you can change your state of being if you want to and it really comes back to you know having the uh, uh doing the reps in the gym with the mindset work so 
the more the, the mindset work that you do now and in, in periods where, where you have a, uh, a glass ocean where, where things are, are nice and smooth, when the rough seas come, you're going to be able to navigate that more effectively. That enables you to be the prince more often than the frog. So that's, uh, that's, that's me, like I said, kind of going off the cuff this morning. And uh, I just really appreciate, uh, you know, people reaching out to me from, from the last podcast. And, you know, I, I, I'm good. I ultimately, you know, it's a difficult time, but that's part of the human dynamic. There's, there's, you know, we just have periods where we're just kind of suffering, going through a difficult time. And I just wanted to share with you that this is what I'm doing to get through this particular period of my life. And I feel like from a few weeks ago, I'm in a much better, uh, much better place, but I continue to do the work on a daily basis. And I just want you to know that you're not alone in these things. Oftentimes we feel like we're in, on an island that no one else is experiencing these things. And uh, that's why I choose to kind of talk about these things because these are the things that I'm doing to, to navigate through it. And, um, and it's not easy to do, uh, but it, you know, it's, um, just want you to know that uh, that you're not alone. That uh, these things are are common, and uh, hence that, that's why I, I just fully believe uh, resiliency. Uh, this is this is resiliency on offense. When you when you're engaged with high performance habits, it's uh, resilience, living life on the offense. It's it's being on the offense. And Mike Burke is uh, hopefully your listen brother uh, with the Always in Pursuit podcast. Live life on offense, right? And that's where we want to be. We don't want to be in a defensive posture. We want to be on offense. And there's times. There are times where you have to take a knee and kind of regroup for a second and then resume the offense. And, or you can be in a defensive posture and, and, you know, and just sit there and just brace yourself for impact. But that's just not a way to live, in my opinion. It's, um, so doing hard things means living a life on offense. Just realize that uh, suffering and uh, tragedy and all of these things are part of the human dynamic. If you're not going through a difficult time, you will, but you're more prepared, better prepared to go through the difficult times if you have awareness. If you know what the stages of grief are, if you know if you have tools in your back pocket that you can lean in on when, when things get rough, when you have that circle of, of friends and you got the, the team, right? You need the team of people to help you. Because if you do it alone, you're going to find yourself in that defensive uh, posture longer and you don't want to be there. Momentary pause in the offense. Take a knee, you know, gain some awareness, get up and, and, and move out again. And uh, that's uh, that's where we're at. So, well, I appreciate you listening to today's episode of the Do Hard Things podcast. So I really love to hear uh, if anything here resonated with you. If anything was a value of you, please let me know. Screenshot it, share it with your friend and uh, check us out. JTeagues.com, J-A-Y-T-I-E-G-S.com. If you haven't already done so, smash that subscribe button so you're notified of future episodes. And uh, leave us a review on iTunes as they go a long way. Grab yourself a Do Hard Things shirt and uh, join the uh, motivational newsletter. And uh, we do, we, I truly appreciate uh, the tribe and the community that, uh, that we're building here. So thank you for being a part of this. In the meantime, keep doing hard things. We'll see you guys in the next episode.